right, another Wednesday. Time for another All About Nothing podcast. I'm your host, Barrett. Thank you so much for uh, listening, sticking with me. It's a pleasure to have you here. So we're back on a Wednesday and uh, tried to line up some guests for tonight. Not sure how well that worked out, but uh, this is going to be what I call a just-in-case. This is one of those just-in-case podcasts that if it doesn't work out where I get to have a few guests on in a little bit, then uh, we still have something recorded. It's been an interesting few days. That is absolutely a fact. It has been an extremely interesting past few days. Everything from Charlottesville to uh, our president-in-chief unable to deny and denounce in a in a in a intelligent way the events that caused all of the hate and 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 everything all of the violence that occurred in Charlottesville it is it is unbelievable to me that we have such incompetence when it comes to being able to look at the facts and just recognize that that there are I I said it a couple times today but it, it it bears repeating look if there are two sides to an argument and you're trying to decide which one of them you want to be on if hypothetically one of those sides has nazis or neo nazis in it you pick the other side a hundred percent of the time, you never pick the side of the Nazis. You do not ever make it seem like you're endorsing the Nazis or you're you're uh, you're 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 kowtowing to them or or whatever. Never ever do you pick the side that has the Nazis on it. That's that. Uh, it just makes sense. Who does that? I tell you who. Our president. Uh, you know, he swears up and down that he's not a racist. He he swears that, that he's he's not. But good God, it is so easy. There is nothing easier than denouncing fascism in the in, in the in the supremacy of these white nationalists. You 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 do not side with them ever. There's there's no reason it. I'm going to be completely honest with you. If there was a a a. a uh, zombie apocalypse going on and I had to choose which side to be on the Nazis or the zombies I'm going zombies a hundred percent of the time as that's what's gonna happen for the life of me I don't understand how difficult is it for our president to say yeah you know what they were Nazis there are neo-nazis there's white supremacists these alt-right people you know <laughs> A hundred percent of the time, you choose the side that's not the Nazis. You you do. That's that's. In fact, I'm embarrassed for these uh, uh, the the some of these alt right people that were at this rally in Charlottesville that were rallying with the Nazis. You how do you do that? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Um, one of the things the president said last night was, um, you had two groups on 
the other side that came charging in without a permit, and they were very, very violent. He's talking about the the counter-protesters. And when he said that, he absolutely had no facts behind saying that. And it's embarrassing that he would actually utter those words knowing that he did not have the truth. It is not true. Both sides applied for permits and both were approved. The the uh, counter protesters had riot. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Had had uh, they had the permits filed um, as well as the uh, the the alt right group. So Kessler is um, uh, he is uh, he's a white supremacist basically. Um, but Kessler's group applied. Uh, and was initially revoked for um, their their permit because they wanted to have the rally at the Emancipation Park, which the city believed was was just too small for the expected crowd size. So they asked him to move it to the McIntyre Park, but he refused. And then he got a judge to intercede and then was reapproved for his permit. Now, the counter-protesters were organized under a group they called the People's Action for Real Justice. I'm sorry, that's not correct. It was... Uh, a it was the People's Action for Racial Justice. Okay, they were granted two permits for two different parks, McGuffey Park and Justice Park. So the fact that the president would stand up there and say that you had two groups on other sides that came charging without a permit and that they were very very violent is absolutely incorrect. That it is it is striking to me that the president has the nerve to say some of these things. And, and either he doesn't know that he's not correct and he's just making it up or he knows that it's not correct and he's still saying it. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, he 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 said it several times last night. He said, I like to know the facts. That doesn't make any sense if he likes to know the facts. So if, if, if we're to take that at his meeting and we know to some of the things that he said last night were false. Um, if he likes to know the facts and then he iterates them to us, knowing that they're not true, then he knowingly is lying to us. And it is it is it is so it is so hard for me to understand how people continue to support him as the president of the United States, knowing that he is lying. Now, it is entirely possible that maybe he's getting his information from somewhere that is um, outside of. I don't know what to describe it as. I guess Kellyanne Conway described them as alternative facts. And maybe that's where he's getting them as alternative facts. But good God, really? He claimed that the other side didn't have permits and they have already proved that they did have permits. One group had one permit for Emancipation Park. The other, the, the, the People's Action for Racial Justice had two permits for two different parks. Okay. So he completely false. Now, one of one of the things that he he said was is that one group, um, the 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 group. How do I describe this? I, I hate using the term neo Nazis, and uh, white nationalists and white uh, supremacists and things like that. But okay, so that group we're just going to call them the alt right. So um, so Friday night uh, before the rally, they held, I guess, a sort of night rally um and if if you've seen any of the footage or you've seen any of the pictures from it um i'm gonna be completely honest with you it is downright frightening what was what was being shown it was i mean so they came in from different directions and 
the uh, they the the white nationalists. Uh, I'm sorry, the alt right. Again, just going to call them the alt right. Um, they came down the streets towards the park that has the uh, Robert E. Lee statue, so that they could do a a protest at night. And I, I'm just going to put this out there. If 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 you are in your house Friday night, maybe you have some friends over, having some drinks. And you just happen to look out the window and you see (laughs) scores of people, men mostly, walking down the street with tiki torches heading heading all in one direction. Would that scare you? I'll be completely honest. It would frighten me. In fact, it it, seeing it and it wasn't even in my neighborhood frightened me. I, I it and so. It feels like, and 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 I'm. This is my opinion. It may not be valid. Uh, it, it, I mean, it's valid to me, of course, but it may not be an opinion shared with others. But um, when I saw the pictures from that Friday night rally where they were walking towards this this uh, statue of Robert E. Lee, um, I would consider that threats against my community because the only reason that you do something like that is to instill fear. You 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 don't do it to be like, hey, come on down. We're carrying, I mean, granted, they went tiki torches, but it's not one of those things where you're like, hey, come on down. We're all heading down to the park. We're just going to hang around. Well, yeah, by the way, here's some things you're going to want to learn how to say. Um, soil and blood, you want to know that one, and uh, they will not replace us. Those are the two that we're going to be saying tonight, um, and we're going to be saying it over and over and over. So um, just you know, get in line. If you don't have a torch, Go get one because we're all carrying them. It's just, it it seems like to me that was intentional, and it was intentional to try and intimidate the people of Charlottesville, Virginia, because their city council, because the city council went along with what their uh, what their constituents wanted, the city council voted to remove the statue, which makes sense. If the people in your community want to want to get rid of it, then then you certainly vote in line with what this the city wants or the town or the village whatever so i feel like they did that on that saturday night specifically to intimidate the people of charlottesville that's the only reason that they would do that and 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 of course you know i've got people at work that'll say no 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 that's that was not their intention this is just what they do yes Historically, this is exactly what they do. They do this to intimidate. That is that is the only reason that they do it. I mean, in all honesty, wasn't that the whole purpose of the Ku Klux Klan when they would set crosses on fire in front of um, African American uh, African Americans' homes? I mean, or in front of uh, uh, white people's homes that uh, were sympathizers or that sort of thing. I mean, if you fell on the opposite side of uh, thinking from the Ku Klux Klan, isn't that what they did? They intimidated you by setting a cross on fire in front of your yard or they would hold a rally outside of your house and would basically frighten you out of town. I mean, this is this is their playbook. This is what they do. It isn't. It isn't about trying to get their message across. It isn't about trying to get legislature uh, to be changed. It's not about trying to get their representatives to um, go along with them because they feel like they're being. I, and I, I think we discussed, or I discussed something about it um, last time, where I get that there are um, there are sympathizers in the uh, 
white nationalist and alt right groups that are 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 it isn't because they're <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> I, I want to say that they will say that it's because they are not racist, but you you cannot look at you cannot look at the facts and claim that they're not racist. You just can't. I mean, or they're not bigoted in some way or at some level. I mean, granted, I, I, I look, I will I, I will I will bow to the idea that there may be some people in this world that are not at all racist. It is entirely possible that there is someone out there that exists. But I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't think I know them. And and I say that because for me, when I say racism or I believe that racism exists, I, I, I don't necessarily mean that it alters completely someone's personality or that it makes them completely inept at being kind. I don't. I believe that you can be a bigot and a racist and still maintain fairly stable relationships with anyone. Okay. But the problem is, is that racism to me is this idea that you can see someone who you do not know, but recognize immediately that they are a different color and have some sort of preconceived notion about what it is they either represent or what they're thinking or what they do in their home lives or, or whatever. You have made a decision and, and you may not even realize that you've done it, but you, you have, have automatically profiled them based on their color or the <laughs> color really is it. <laughs> it's not, it's not that hard to figure out, but it is, it, it, I, 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 I believe that everyone is maybe just at least a little bit racist and it's, that's just how it is. We're human beings. We, you know, we can't always just, we can't always not prejudge. Um, I see the president come on and I, I don't consider it racism, but I see the president come on and immediately I'm thinking, oh crap, he's going to say something stupid. I just know that's what's going to happen, but it doesn't always happen, but I have that preconceived notion. I see him and I'm thinking, uh, orange man, he's going to make something up. He's going to make something dumb. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to crap into a whole bucket of dumb. So I, it's, that's where I'm at right now. And, 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 you know, the, this last weekend was extremely violent and it was, it was extremely hard to watch what happened and not get emotionally affected by it for the families that lost a friend and, and a family member, you know, Heather Heyer is, is, is gone because of, um, this, this man's actions and it, and, 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 and you can all, you can be upset about it, but eventually you have to, you have to get to a place where you've moved on from it. And, um, it is, it's, it's not an easy place to get to. And it's not an easy thing to get past, but I, I pray that her family and her friends are able to, and, and, and one day they'll laugh again and one day they'll, they'll smile. And, and I hope that that gets to them soon. Um, I know, I know it's not, I know it's not easy. Um, so, uh, uh, again, this is, I call this the just in case because it's just in case we don't get to have my guests on tonight, which we're going to be, uh, Seward, Lucas and Keith. Um, and a lot of the conversation we were going to have was going to be pertaining to why this past weekend happened. Um, and then it was probably going to turn into a lot of Trump bashing, which I, I, I listen to several podcasts and I do tend to typically listen to podcasts that are more left leaning. Um, but I try to accept 
everyone's opinions and accept that everyone has an opinion. Um, but uh, uh, so tonight what we were going to do was probably just hash out a lot of that. And uh, I feel like for Keith Seward, uh, at least Keith and Seward, that they, they, they really need to get some of this out. So I'm hoping we can still do that maybe a little bit later on. Um, so <clears throat> wanted to move on um, for, for right now. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how many listeners of mine are Game of Thrones fans. That didn't make sense. Game of Thrones fans. Um, but uh, HBO has just been hit hard lately. They got hacked a few weeks ago, and they released episode four uh, before it aired. And uh, and I know because I picked it up. Um, episode five came out. There was nothing. And then I, I don't. I haven't heard much about the hackers lately. But um, today, this afternoon, I get a text message saying, "Hey, I just saw that uh, Game of Thrones season." Seven episode six somehow got leaked, and uh, it was an accident. It's sounding like HBO might have accidentally done this themselves. Um, so I picked it up. Now I'm I'm already getting text messages from from friends that uh, that are uh, big fans of the show, and um, they're asking me if I've already watched it. Now I I can honestly say that I have not. I am extremely tempted to uh, to watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I think I would prefer to probably save it for Sunday because we have some friends coming in town. But uh, I, I can't promise that I won't. And I can't promise that if on Sunday, if we all sit down at 9 o'clock to watch it, I can't promise that I'm not going to lie and say that, uh, yeah, no, this is the first time I'm watching it. This is uh, this is the first time. So <laughs> to, uh, to John, I, I sincerely apologize. Uh, there's a good possibility that we will probably watch it between now and Sunday, but I promise I will lie as well as I can to you that yes, we are going to watch it <laughs> when it comes on. So um, that uh, that uh, I, I'm going to do my best to keep that promise. I'm going to I'm going to do my best to uh, to not watch it until it actually airs on Sunday. But uh, I can't. I'm I'm promising I'm going to try. I can't. It, it's too tempting after uh, how the last episode ended. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, what else? Something that I found uh, incredibly entertaining last week was uh, while the president was in uh, New Jersey at his club in Bedford, um, someone inflated a giant chicken that uh, I say giant. It wasn't it wasn't enormous. It was I want to say it was maybe between 16 and 20 feet tall. Uh, it was a big chicken, uh, inflatable chicken that uh, someone had put what looked like Donald Trump hair on uh, on top of it um <laughs> two days ago on the 14th huffington post reported that uh apparently uh donald trump is now being uh parodied by what appears to be a double or triple chinned uh inflatable rat with giant ears giant teeth and the uh, donald trump helmet head um apparently the uh, the the rat made its debut uh, outside of trump tower on monday uh, during the president's visit, if you Google it, just make sure to Google uh, Trump inflatable rat, um, because I think that uh, I think that's what will actually pull it up. And, and they did a really good job on this thing. I mean, granted, it looks like an orange Donald Trump with rat teeth and rat ears, but uh, they, they have his hand gestures in there. So it's uh, it's 15 foot tall. Uh, it was designed by an artist named Jeffrey Beebe and was brought um, to fruition by uh, Bravin Lee and a Kickstarter campaign apparently that raised ten thousand dollars this spring to create this thing. So, kudos to them because it's it's. 
I like seeing these inflatables pop up, and I, I don't know what sort of effect it has on the president when he sees them or if he hears about them being reported. I imagine he's just going to pretend like they aren't there or they don't exist or that you know he's never heard of it, um, kind of like David Duke. Oh, yeah, wait, no, he remembers David Duke now. Um, so, but anyway, it's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's entertaining to see. Apparently it was, it was near Trump tower, uh, over the past day or so. Uh, but, uh, very funny to see another, uh, Trump related funny, um, uh, last week, um, someone, uh, in fact, uh, you can, you can look them up uh, on Twitter, uh, at born miserable, um, tweeted a picture of what it would look like if you were to switch the hair of Kim Jong-un and, uh, president Donald Trump's. Uh, and and when you if you if you pull this up again, it's at at born miserable. If you pull this up, it is it, it, it is it's disturbing, but it looks so natural when you see this picture of Donald Trump with Kim Jong Un's hairstyle, and then you see Kim Jong Un with Donald Trump's hairstyle. It doesn't it it, it looks extremely natural. So you, you ought to do yourself a favor and 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 take a look at that. Anyhow, that's just uh, some interesting things or uh, odd, funny, whatever. Um, just me seeing weird things on the internet and wanting to talk about it. It's uh, it's that's just how I am sometimes. Um, I did, uh, I did. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> I, I'm 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 just gonna put this out there. I I I don't like air conditioning units when they're not working. So uh, I, I came home today and uh, found that uh, for some reason our uh, our air conditioner's not working. And um, when uh, when when I I I tried to troubleshoot it, which basically is me looking on the internet to see uh, what it could possibly be, um, I, it it pointed me in the direction of a uh, an issue with the transformer inside of the uh, air control or the the uh, the flow control or, or whatever the unit that's upstairs in the attic and um so i took an air conditioning class when i first moved here because i didn't want to have to not know how they worked here's the thing that was almost 15 years ago and uh and, and i don't remember anything from that class anymore because none of it's ever come up again so uh i call my neighbor who just happens to be an air conditioning uh, repair guy or used to that was his old profession and uh, but now he works for Lexington County Medical Center which is a hospital here in town uh, he works for them and and works on air conditionings and and, and refrigerants and stuff like that um, so I, I got his number from his wife and I called him and I said hey John um, here's the issue um, the air conditioner is not providing the, the the thermostat downstairs doesn't have any power it's saying that there's no power going to it so um, he came over, he took a look at it and he confirmed what I had read on the internet, which was that the transformer looks like it blew. Um, so, uh, it's going to be a warm night tonight. And, uh, that is frustrating to me because <laughs> I don't like to sleep when it's warm and I don't sleep very well. So I have this feeling that tonight is going to be a difficult sleep night unless somehow I can either, I, I don't know, I, either I can, I can have a fan constantly blowing on me, which means I'm going to wake up tomorrow and be completely stuffy. Um, or I, I don't know, somehow well, it'll be worked out somehow. Uh, tons of sleeping pills. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see something, something will make it work. But, uh, so I'm, I'm a little frustrated right now because of uh, the air conditioning situation, but it's just one of those things. You own a house, you got to put up with it, right? Um, we'll get it taken care of. Um, aside from that, um, uh, my back still hurts. Uh, I'm not whining, but I did, uh, did go to Walgreens today 
and I picked up one of those uh, tens units, which is basically just it's almost it's basically just electroshock therapy um, on, on on a smaller scale. I assume because I've never done it, but uh, I assume it's on, on a smaller scale. Um, and uh, there's just these little tab pads that uh, I stick to a couple places in my back. Turn that sucker on, and I feel it start to start to to tingle, to vibrate, and it's uh, it's. Uh, I was sitting at my desk and I, I was I had them on while I was working today and uh, and immediately within within like the first ten minutes of me using this my back felt so much better. Now when I go to the chiropractor, of course they do the same sort of thing. And what's funny is the woman um, that uh, when I go to the chiropractor she'll she'll tell me okay she'll say uh, she'll say hey just you know just tell me when it's too much. And I said listen I'm going to be completely honest with you. Don't stop until you smell bacon. Honestly, I just turn it up as high as it'll go because that's that's I feel like that's the best way that it's going to it's going to work me out. Um, So uh, I did pick one of those up so that I can now electrocute myself at home. Um, But uh, I'm hoping that this will help improve my back here uh, quicker than just some of the uh, the stretches and whatnot that I'm doing. So um, thank you for your concern. If you uh, if you had tweeted to me about it, actually, I'm and uh, (laughs) it's uh it's been a, it's been a hard road, and uh, I really wish more people would met up. Um, it's just a back injury, and I, I tried to walk it off, and that was stupid. So bar that sits way too low to the ground, and uh, just it was my own fault, and now I'm suffering the consequences. I don't I don't like to harp on injuries or things like that. I but this seems to be one of those ones that lingers a little bit longer. So I'm hoping that uh, this tens unit will help. The Motor Speedway, where they're going to have uh, a bunch of. Uh, food trucks out there and, and we're going to have a clips as far as distance across the United States in more than 99 years and out um, be pretty cool. I think the team is supposed to be wearing um, glow in the dark uniform, but uh, they're going to have a good time there. I'm sure I am probably going to take uh, some time-lapse footage of the, uh, the eclipse over our house because uh, that's what I tend to do. If you ever go out there on Facebook and you want to pull up, uh, I post time-lapse videos that I take sometimes, basically just the clouds and sometimes rainstorms and whatnot. But uh, if you go out there and check it out, um, it's just youtube.com slash bgruber17. Um, I've got some stuff posted out there that's pretty cool to see. And, uh, and and once I get the footage from the eclipse, I will uh, I will post that as well. So that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. I, I'm looking forward to the eclipse. Uh, I can't even remember the last eclipse. I guess I was probably like four or five years old. We lived in Atlanta at the time, so... Um, but, uh, yeah, that'll be, that'll be pretty cool. Again, that's coming up this coming Monday. So on the next show, I'll probably talk about it and I'll have a link for you to uh, go and check out whatever, whatever footage I get of it. So, uh, I will love the feedback if, uh, if I get any, um, aside from that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this show because I'm hoping that in a few minutes, maybe I'll be able to get, uh, the, uh, the guys on and we'll be able to hash out some of the, uh, aggravation, that we've had uh, building up over the last few days. But uh, if, if we don't get to that tonight, we will definitely get to that soon. And, uh, and I'll put that up as another podcast. But until then, thank you so much for joining me. And I uh, look forward to uh, another podcast very soon. Thank you very much for listening.
The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.